0: Welcome back to episode 8 of MMA UFC 263 Recap. We're going to talk about our picks, what happened this past weekend, its effect on the MMA universe, and who will walk out of here the reigning or defending or new technology score champion. I'm your host, Chris Kennedy, with my co-host on the right side, the devious one, Ivan C. I've got one half of the Marez of Pain brothers from Championship Online podcast, Alex Marez, and the man, the myth, the legend, Coach Rage Ing from IRE Fighting Systems. That's E Y R Engage your Rage. Also, uh, head head coach, assistant coach. Uh, what what is your coaching duties down there at the Black House the MMA um, school?
1: You're on mute.
2: I'm I'm the head coach of the IR division and a striking coach at Black House MMA.
0: Got it. So IRE is taught inside of the Black House facility. Is that correct?
2: That is correct.
0: That is awesome. Welcome back. Coach Rage, it is an absolute honor to have you on the show. Last week, you dropped some knowledge bombs on us, and I hope with our picks we don't disappoint and look like a bunch of Cheeto fingered keyboard Boy warriors just making. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get right down to it. So we do have scores yeah. from everybody here except for Coach, and um, I do have scores for Richard who did not make it tonight. Hopefully, all is well, and he is not chopped heavy out of the business. I don't know. Did your brother take any pro wrestling chops? No, just me. Just you. Oh, and you made it to the podcast, still. I know. I know, right? Goddamn, son. Yep. All right. <clears throat> so this time, I actually have a timer on the screen, which is going to be awesome. That only applies to uh, the the non-fighters here, the the rookies, me, Alex, and Ivan. And who should go first? Let's do Richard first. Richard is not here, so we can kind of make fun of his picks if we want to.
1: <laughs> Why um, not?
0: Yeah, right? <clears throat> And I can just go over these real quick. Richard had Paul Craig by submission in round two. That was very close. Bala Mohammed over Damian Maia by decision. That was perfect. Leon Edwards round four, TKO. He had the right winner, wrong ending. Figueredo by TKO in round three. Close, he was half right. And uh, same with Marvin Vittori by decision, also wrong. So he had uh, eight of 14 correct picks, with four of those picks being the perfect finish with a score of 500. Um, that sets the bar, man. So currently, Richards in the lead with the score. So let's cut it right now to a former champ, Alex. Let's see that's if he's right. A... Former two time. champ, two, time. two time. Former two-time champ. Right. He's lost the belt twice, ladies and gentlemen. He's a regular GSP. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just he lost it once, but he lost uh, two title fights. That's that's the reference. All right, cool. Um, so I have the scores pulled up with Alex. So I'm just gonna pull that right up to make it easier. Bang, yeah. and I actually have a clock right here too, which is really rad. So let's start with the first fight of the night, which I found out it's actually Jamal, not Jamahal. The extra syllable is just silent, I guess. I'm dumb.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the word how it's like, you know, how it it, is, yeah. it it it, it, has, it, it makes you think that, yeah. Way. That's why, you know, no worries.
0: All yeah. respect to the fighters, I want to get the names right. I'm not Brendan shop You can't pronounce Smith right. <laughs> he doesn't, right? I just I'm just that saying that, that boy, that boy ain't right. The CTE is getting to him. Uh, yeah. So you had Jamal Jamal Hill taking out round two. We all know the finish was Paul Craig with a slightly controversial submission around one. Talk about it.
3: Yeah, um, like I think, we're, like I said before, uh, I just thought that Paul Craig or Jamal Hill was going to keep it on the stand up. And I thought he was going to knock him out. And I thought, you know, his striking was a little better than Paul Craig. And I think, you know, I knew Paul Craig's ground game was really good, better, way better than Jamal Hill. And that's what happened. Got him to the ground and slid him and, you know, broke his arm. And that was it. I think he -hmm. looked really good. It's just the problem with Paul Craig is he'll have, like, two good fights and then he'll go, like, on a losing streak. And then he'll lose and he'll come back. And it's just, like, now hopefully we can see him get some momentum, get some wins going, and climb up the rankings. And I think he did a pretty good job being an uh, undefeated fighter like Jamal Hill.
0: Yeah, um, with time left on the clock, I'll say that uh, Dana White confirmed that the only injury was a dislocated shoulder that was put right back into place. There was actually no long-term damage, no broken arm. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously there probably might have been a torn ligament or two, but it wasn't as bad as it looks for sure. Um, so I don't know how that's possible. Um, yeah, that dude must be made out of rubber because he's tough as shit. Because it was technically a TKO stoppage. I mean, him and the ref stopped it at the same exact time, which is wild. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right, Bilal Mohammed versus Damian Maya. You had a three round decision for Bilal. You had that correct. Talk about it.
3: Yeah, um, I think we all agree that as long as he uh, kept it on the feet, he was going to win this fight, in which he did. I think Damian Maya tried. Damian Maya tried to uh, take him down and uh, put it on the ground, but he just couldn't do it. Mahal's defense was really, really good, and you know he looked great. And then uh, some good strikes. And on the feet, he was controlling the fight, and he looked really good. Um, for Maya, I don't know. Dana White says this is his last fight, um, especially with the company. So, and he's 43 years old. So, I don't know where he goes. Maybe he'll go to Bellator, maybe PFL, or maybe he would just retire. Bellator! It's going be, to be interesting to see where he goes. Um, but, yeah, but overall, good win for Muhammad, especially for, you know, for him to climb up. It's a good, it's a good name to have on his record. So, good win for Muhammad.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, do you think that this fight puts some, him somewhere more important than if he had a rematch with Leon in one by decision? Or do you think this fight kind of just keeps him in the same spot?
3: I think it just, I think he keeps him in the same spot,
0: honestly. Okay. So I, 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 I don't need to get into this later, but I think he still should get that rematch with Leon. That
3: yeah, be, I think in the future.
0: That be, in that the future, be the way yeah. it is. That should be next for both of them, uh, in my opinion. I know Camaro actually wants Leon, so it is worth the chance decision, I guess. We've seen him call the shot on his title defenses before, so. yeah. All right, man. And speaking of which, you had Leon Edwards by decision versus a not-so-young but still baller-as-fuck <laughs> Nate Diaz. Holy shit, bro. Classic Nate Diaz fight. Like, talk about that one.
3: Um, Really good fight. I mean, Leon did what he had to do. I think overall, like, I just think that his striking was a little bit more sharper than Nate Diaz. Um, Nate Diaz was a little bit kind of a slow starter. Um, took him a while. I mean, we saw what happened in the fifth round. Uh, he almost put him away. But, again, I was in the fifth round in the last minute. But, you know, again, it just shows Nate Diaz is still tough. And he can still – he still has the skills to, you know, be on top. But Leon just was quicker, a little bit more busier. Um, He looked really good in the stand-up. But, like I said, it just – if Nate Diaz would have done it, maybe if he had another minute, probably could have put him away. But, you know, overall, Leon, you know, passed it through. He made it, and he got the win.
0: Uh, I mean, a lot of fans think that, you know, if this is Pride and Pride rules, you know, the scoring in Pride was based on the entire fight. Yeah. Um, and Nate <laughs> obviously walked out of there with, I mean, if he could get any more fans than already, this was the fight to do it. Um, do you think this, as a technical loss, but a moral victory, hurts his career, his standings? I mean, I don't even know if he's ranked right now because he's been off for two years. Um, yeah. What do, do you think this puts Nate
3: well, what's his, what's his, what's his ranking right now, Nate? Is he I, ranked? rank?
0: I don't have that pulled up, but I can grab that. He, that was at 155, right? Or 170.
3: But I think for now, I think Nate just wants big fights, honestly. He just wants big names, yeah, big fights. Sure. I don't think he really cares about, you know, trying to get a title shot. I think he just wants to make the most money he can and get the
0: big names while he can. Nate is not ranked in the top 15 right now, but that might be an active status thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, Leon obviously is three. So unranked versus three, but obviously Nate is an attraction show. So yeah. Nate can come in and fight. He can be number thirty and come in and fight <laughs> in the top five and sell the fuck out of that arena. So that's the uh, the forgiveness that I think either Diaz brother is afforded is kind of. I mean, Nate Nick's on like a nine year layoff. He can come in right now and fight anybody in the top three. Sell exactly. Out yeah. Sell out the pay per view, get the title shot, and no one would technically be really that mad about. it.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, now we're to our title fights, man. Kill me in event: Davidson Figueredo versus Brandon, the Assassin Baby. Does that mean he kills us? He kills babies? <laughs> baby of Assassin? <laughs> Never understood that name. I just think um, he looks like a baby. But no, yeah, assassin. I get that. Like the baby face. The baby assassin. face. Baby yeah. face Assassin uh, Josh Barnett. Um, you had Figueredo by TKO in round two. That's obviously not what happened. We do have a yeah. first- Mexican-born champion. Brandon Moreno with a were naked choke in the third round. <laughs> Brother, tell me how you were feeling as, uh, I'd like to say, a Latino yourself. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, dude, talk about that.
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was a fight that I think, uh, I mean, obviously, they were both going to make adjustments. But, you know, I think uh, Moreno looked really good. Uh, the first fight, it was kind of one of those things where I was wa- I was watching it. Figueroa tends to have his hands very low. And when you're that close to the opponent, you could jab him you know, very fast, very easy. And Moreno did that in this fight, and it worked really well for him. His He looked really um, he looked really uh, focused, and he was determined to get that title. I think he just, he, as soon as he walked out in that cage, he was ready. And I just think Figuered just didn't have an answer. You know, Moreno controlled the pace of the fight. His stand-up was on point, and he took him down and got the choke and submitted the champion. And uh, Moreno just, you know, it was just his night and he looked really good and can't wait for the rematch because I know it's going to be a rematch and uh, yeah, we'll see what I happens.
0: Feel like, I feel like that as well. Yeah. And main event of the night, Israel, the style bender, Adesanya versus Marvin, um, the Italian dream, not stallion, the Italian dream. Talk about yeah. that. One. Yeah, let's go.
3: Yeah. Uh, again, I just wish Marvin would have, uh, I, I just wish it would have been more, um, I just wish he would have threw more. Uh, he, there was times where he had him, um, in the cage and he had, it was very close to him. And when you're close, you can have success in throwing punches and landing punches and he just didn't, he didn't throw anything. Um, you know, he had him caught, he had him, you know, he didn't have him caught, but he had him, you know, against the fence and he had him, there's uh, times where he could land some punches, but he just didn't throw anything. He was, you know, waiting and waiting and just, you know, Adesanya, uh was more busier, landing the kicks, um, you know, and it just, but didn't do anything. You could even tell like Cordero was like, stop waiting and throw. Just throw, 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 you know? You're not doing anything, and uh, and that's what happened on Sunday. You know, took advantage of it, you know, through the late kicks, through punches, and won them the fight.
0: All right. Cool, man. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I'll get to that when I get to my minutes. Um, so it's score 450. Put it right now. It's second place. I'm going to pop it on over to Ivan. Did <laughs> you do well, buddy? How do you think you did?
1: Yeah. I yeah. I all right. Yeah, I I all, right. All, right. all right let's find out oh
0: damn oh, running in the lead <coughs> dang i, I did work. better yeah. than you alex what the fuck I know. I? you did almost better than both of them combined no, i'm just kidding yeah. you right, did
1: man? I, man. oh man And <laughs> I hey, was not even part of the fucking prediction show and i had I'm like, screw it. I had to go with my heart. Who'd was, you ask? And you know why? Because I was, you know, I was listening to Coach what he, you know, his predictions, and we explained why. And so I had oh, to Don't go, blame, don't blame a trained professional. Fear. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hey. blame him. I'm, like, I'm acknowledging him. Keep it I was fear. I, No, no, no. I'm not blaming him. I'm acknowledging him because I listened to what he was, he was saying last week, and he made a lot of good sense of what he was saying. That's why I kind okay. of give him my picks. All right, that's what I said. Just to get that clarified. <laughs>
0: I understand. All right, man. So first fight of the night, you had Jamal Hill with a decision over Paul Craig. Did not go that way. And you
1: got one minute. I did not expect it at all. I, I expected, you know, Jamal to go ahead and be there and dominant, uh, which he kind of was. But that was unexpected just overall to see Paul just his jujitsu's is always on point, man. But I got it. Just that twist around and just. I was just like, "Oh my God, the arm!" And then it's like, and he was still striking, <laughs> striking him as he was, you know, hitting Paul Craig. You know, I'm like, "Jesus, yeah. that fight should have stopped by now." I don't know why the ref kind of took. He kind of delayed, but he, I think I think he kind of realized when he saw his arm. Jesus, yeah, it's, it's a, done, done deal. And then uh, a very unexpected, a good win for for Craig, for most definitely. Um, I mean, it doesn't move him up in the rankings, but you know, later you don't on. Think so? Um, that was at two or five, he right? He, yeah, he's a light heavyweight, so he's uh, so I mean, he's what right now? He's yeah, at- I mean, okay,
0: you're right. J- Jamal Hill wasn't actually ranked,
1: so Paul probably sits at fourteen. Oh, right uh, Jamal's at fifteen, yeah, and Craig's at. 15. Oh, he, yeah, that's that's
0: what yeah. I mean. Yeah, so, he so keeps, he's so he's come at fourteen, but he's he's not moving up yet. I don't
1: think. Yeah, not not anytime soon. It'll take some time. All right, man, and. Damien
0: Meyer versus Bilal Muhammad. You had Damien Meyer by decision, which, you know, honestly isn't bad batshit crazy, but just didn't go down that way.
1: No, I was expecting this is Maya's last opportunity, you know, I mean, at his age as well. And I don't know how Alex said, I mean, I think this is, his, this is a wrap up. And I think this is going to be his last fight in UFC, uh, he, you know, his last two fights, especially against Gilbert Burns. And then it just, yeah, this one, I think that's a wrap for him now. I think, yeah, Bellator, I'm going to Bellator, bro, or PFL. One of those two he's gonna go to Bellator always gets uh, the retired people anyway, so I uh, it's gonna be Bellator. So I will win my little, don't be surprised. You'll hear UFC cut Maya and then I think Maya. you'd be surprised. Huh? Um,
0: I kind of think PFL. I think, P- I, think yeah, I think PFL is I yeah. to any more right now. Um, you know, give or take. But um a lot of cool things are going on in PFL that you know it's not this show, but that's you know, I, I'm very interested in what they have planned for the future.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And Leon Edwards, this is Nate Diaz, TKO round three.
1: Yeah, I was expecting the TKO, uh, but I mean, yeah, I got to give you got to give critical credit to Diaz. He still got it, man. He still got that jaw. He has that jaw that yeah. he's able to take those punches. And he had the opportunity to take out Leon. And I don't know why he slipped on it. He just pointed at him. Oh, look at him. He's, he's wobbling. Like, what are you doing? Go in there to and keep fight. going. Keep going. If he would have kept on going, I think he would actually won the fight. It would have shocked everyone. I mean, especially us, you know, that we chose Leon because the younger version of him. And, you know, he's an upcoming, you know, hungry competitor. But just seeing this overall, Diaz still got a lot of tank left. Like how Alex said, I agree. He's going to just go for marquee name fights, you know, money fights. That's what he'll go for. I don't think he gives a damn about the title contention. My opinion. I think it's more about money fights. That's That's what I think about it.
0: Yeah, the the Dustin Poirier line of thinking right there. Um, It's about time you guys got paid.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Co main event
0: Brandon Moreno versus Davidson Figueredo. You had Moreno by decision, so you had the right winner, wrong outcome. Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, it was a barn burner. I mean, at least one sided barn burner for sure. Go for it.
1: Oh, man. This was a great storytelling in the making. It's like when you see in professional wrestling telling stories. (laughs) This is an actual fight actual combat, sports, fights, you know, storytelling. Uh This is like a baby face straight out. And what I've our Dana White right now, I will market this man right now all over Mexico right now. Do that right now because you need that market in Mexico. Now you have your first born Mexican champion. Yeah, you had it with Kane as well because he was really marketed in Mexico and he was very popular and he still is popular, you know. But now that Moreno is the champion, I would highly recommend to the UFC, now it's up to the promoters to promote him bright. and it, right now is the right time to do that, because this fight itself was a great storytelling. He said it years ago, one day I will be a champion, and he did it. Great fight overall, and he fought a great top contender, top champion. Definitely going to see a rematch, and I cannot wait. Nice.
0: And that main event, Izzy versus Vittori. You had decision for, for Adesanya, man. You nailed that right on the
1: Fucking head and talk about that one. Yeah, I mean it was kind of hard to go to go against Izzy. I I, I mean <laughs> the man dominated he did, the man already dominated the whole middleweight division. That's it. Who else is there left? I forgot who did he called out. I forgot. he called oh, no, out Whitaker. Whitaker, he called He's Whitaker. I mean that's what it looks like, but I I think Izzy already just ran all over that division. There's really nobody there anymore. I mean, yeah, you get your rematch with Whitaker, but what's next after that? It just you need to fight John Jones, buddy. You need to fight him. <laughs> that's what we need to see, and that's that would just yeah. to, to solidify his career, his legacy. I think that's what we're we're needing us as fans and for himself, because what what else is that to do in the in that division? So Brunson the next for the next year. Okay, I want mean, to get yeah, Brunson, but what? All right,
0: but we'll wait yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> it be a, rematch. Be a rematch. Yeah. The Derek Brunson thing, I think. Yeah, I was like one of the first KOs in the, in the company. All right. Now on to the reigning, defending, possibly and new, Tapology champion. I love you guys. But I'm not impressed with your performances. Of course. Of course
1: Ooh. you would. And still. And still. Tapology world champion. Started off sketchy,
0: like, man. I got a lot rector. of perfect. The
1: director himself. Nine of fourteen correct
0: picks. Of the nine correct picks, six of those were perfect outcomes.
1: Hell yeah, good shit, man. And uh,
0: I can get <laughs> I can get this pretty through this pretty quickly because all the gold sitting in the bottom right corner right there that we want to get to. Um, with the Jamal Hill Paul Craig, I was absolutely surprised that Jamal's game plan was to not stay the fuck anywhere away from Paul Craig's guard. Um. Yeah. That might have been young, uh, I don't want to say cockiness, but confidence, maybe misplaced confidence in his ground skills. Maybe he didn't know how good Paul was on the ground. But there's other fighters that have been undefeated that have lost to that same exact position from Paul Craig. Um, who This is his first, I'd say, young, blood, up-and-coming fighter that he's faced and beaten. It's been like Shogun, people that have years on them, uh, people with equal experience as him. And he put him out quick. I mean, yeah. soon he was in that guard, he was not getting out. He was transitioning from triangle to the Vaikavalo, which is that triangle arm that Verdun uses. Um, and then the ref, not knowing whether or not there's a tap, a sub, or a go to sleep or whatever. Um, at the post-fight, Dana had blasted that guy. Apparently, he's got a bad rep for doing that. And for no injuries for Jamal Hill, wow. But Paul Craig, unfortunately, does not move up. Hopefully, he gets someone inside the top 12. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bilal Muhammad versus Damian Maya. This is what I hoped would happen. I hoped that Bilal would use his wrestling in reverse. His takedown defense was on point. He knew exactly what Damian Maya's game plan was. Um, I know they mentioned that Damian does have great hands, and he was trying to use them to get inside, but he just couldn't do anything. And Bilal stayed on the outside and just defense fought the whole time. Took the uh, the decision, <coughs> and I hope he gets that money fight because the dude's been grinding. And he's been winning more than he's been losing, so I hope he gets that fight with Leon or something that pays that check to make up for that eye poke Um, that should not have happened, you know, in the first place. Obviously, it was an accident, but he's owed a little bit more than I think the fans are giving him credit for right now. I only needed 48 seconds on that one. (laughs) Leon Edwards, no worries, man. (coughs) Leon Edwards, Nate Diaz. Me and Coach both thought that there would be a TKO by Dr. Stoppage. It was starting to look that way. As soon as that blood started pouring out of Diaz's left eye, I believe, uh, I think it was Herb Dean was checking. The doctor was checking. It was dripping outside of the eye, down the cheek, so it wasn't into the eye, which is generally why they would stop a fight. Um, But that happened early in the fight, and Leon was in control. You know, he was working that leg. I don't know why he didn't continue to work that leg. Obviously, I'm not going to sit here and – a professional fighter what I think he should have done. But that leg, in my opinion, looked compromised enough to where if he kept working it, may have led to a finish. That being said, Nate is tough as fuck, and we all know that. And, um yeah, he put it on in the last minute. <clears throat> you still pride,
1: got it. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: still got it. Rules, if this was pride rules, he might have taken it, <laughs> Um, but it's not. So you can't expect to win one minute out of a 25-minute fight and win – the actual fight, but he did win the fans, and I love him for that. Yeah. Brandon Moreno versus Davidson Figueredo. I had Moreno by TKO in round three. God damn, I was close. I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Um, Within two minutes of that first round, Davidson was not pulling triggers. Um, I don't know if he was looking for measurement of range or he just looked like a deer in the headlights, but he just could not seem to have found – an opening to pop off or get anything going. And that is kind of the vibe for the next two rounds. And uh, as soon as that third round started, something happened in Brandon Moreno. was like, I need to take him down and finish him now. And that's exactly what he did. I think he threw some jabs, got inside, got a takedown, got right to his back, worked uh, the hooks in, which he, I think he had earlier in the fight. So we knew he had confidence in that position. And this time he just finished it. It was very reminiscent of like all BJ Penn fights when he was just running through people
1: just doing whatever
0: he wants when he got a hold of you. <clears throat> and I loved how he didn't know or realize what had happened. He walked out, he got up, he walked around. He was like, oh, am I in a fight? And then his, his team ran in. It's like, you just won the championship. And then you see the emotion weld up and just explode with it. Um, super proud moment, no matter what country you're from, for a guy who last picked at Ultimate Fighter, then cut a few months later, comes back and is now best in the world in that division. Crazy story. Main event, Izzy versus Marvin Vittori. This was just a brain pick. I would love to have seen Marvin do more um, on the inside. I think there was a lot of times he was trying to get up against the cage with him, kind of stifled the range. Um, He just unfortunately had no pressure that looked like it would have put Izzy in a compromised position, unfortunately. Um, I like Izzy. He's cool. I like Marvin. You know, mad respect. Obviously, he trains down to Black House and – over at Gracie Bar with our coach, Jose Vera, who couldn't make it tonight. And uh, <clears throat> the reign of the style bender continues. Who's next is going to be a bunch of rematches until someone inside the top 10 moves up to the top five, like Jack Romanson, Darren Till, Edmund Shabazian. Um, those guys all have to sort that shit out before they get a title shot at Izzy. So I think it's going to be, you know, Izzy's next two years are going to look like his last two years, just dominating the same people he's been working through. Um, I don't think the Jones thing is gonna happen. I think Jones is gonna get that $12 million paycheck to fight Inganu in in the summer. Um, I hope. That would be fantastic. But uh, those are my thoughts on the entire card. But now we gotta save the best for last. He's been sitting there patiently listening to our dumbasses talk about shit we don't want. Yes, he has. (laughs) I hope I hope I hope he's forgiving. You know. Um Hope none of our picks offended him, but I'm going to let the man speak, and I'm going to go radio silent for the one, the only, Coach Ray Ging. All
2: right. Thank you. Man, I wish I had uh, figured out how to do this topology thing. Um,
0: I, I taught them. I can teach you. We can teach each other.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Chris, you. Chris, you had mentioned that you were not going to sit here and tell professional fighters what they should have done. and. That's true. That's actually my job, and I'm qualified to do that, so I I will be telling (laughs) these fighters what they should have done. Um, Okay, Okay. so the first fight was Paul Craig and Jamal Hill. And uh, I I picked Craig to win. I don't remember which round, and it was by submission, uh, because I felt uh, Jamal... Stand up was was sloppy, um, so yeah, we know what happened. Uh, I just I just need to say the ref should be fired. Uh, yeah. That arm was dislocated is the official diagnosis, but it, but it was flopping around. Uh, anyone could tell that it was he something's not lift right. It. He
0: couldn't lifted any time yeah. after the fight until yeah. the camera. Off yeah.
2: The yeah. And, uh, you know, now Dana is being euphemistic. He he's, he's cleaning it up for, for the fans. Uh, he said, Oh, the arm worked perfectly. He just needs blah, 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 blah. No, no. That's a dislocated elbow. Um, that's, that's a severe injury and it's going to be a lot of rehab and it, and that arm will never be the same again. Uh, when you have a joint like that uh, where the olecranon process comes apart, uh, no. That's, that's not just like, oh, we popped it back and everything's fine. Uh, that's, that's a severe injury. It's going to be a long rehab, and he will never have proper full function of that arm. Um, but, you know, that's the that's a, that's a sport we play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, next fight is uh, Muhammad and Maya, right? Yes, sir. And I was disappointed in uh, Muhammad. Um, I think he made a, a huge mistake for his career. Uh, he is not well-received by, by the fan base. And he was very, very conservative in this fight uh, because he didn't want to rush in, give Maya the chance to take him down. Uh, but he should have finished Maya. And he was way too defensive. He hung out, let Maya hold his leg on, on that single leg. Um, and, you know, if you want to call it a single leg, uh, uh-huh. you know, it, he just kind of grabbed the leg and. Yeah, it's not a true wrestling single leg, but uh yeah, so I was I was very disappointed with uh how he chose to to go after this. This 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 could have been a turning point in his career and now it's just another fight and you're just another tough guy that that complains that you don't have enough fans and that you're not making enough money. But he should have gone out Made a statement, put away the old guy, retired him. That's what yeah. should have happened, but he didn't. So, do mm-hmm. um, you think yeah. this
0: is the end of the fighting road for Maya, or does it just split off into another organization? Does Dana give him one more?
2: Dan- Dana is not giving him any more. Uh, oh. Dana made that pretty clear. Uh, now I don't know what the actual contract is. Uh, so you know, usually when when Dana says it's it's over. It's usually over. It's usually over. Yeah. So he's, he said that um, I personally, I'm a fan of retirement. I'm a fan of getting out while you still have brain cells, while you still, you know. Um, my uh, my friend and teammate, Alan Joban, I think, mm. is the example of doing it right. You know, yeah. he, he fought, he won, and then – as he started getting a little bit older, uh, he before he started getting a little bit older, he started making other opportunities. He started doing broadcast. He, fuck, he was a model uh, <laughs> for <Yeah>. Versace. <laughs> so we don't we don't all have that option. But uh, I, I think he he's like the example of how to do it. MMA is not a career. MMA is an opportunity to create other opportunities, and you know it's it's just like. Uh, the drug game or whatever, you get, you make your money and then you get out. (laughs) And so uh, with Maya, man, he's already too old. He's already too old. Um, I think, I think he has a lot of opportunity in teaching, in seminars, in jujitsu for MMA specializing Starting a you know, a chain of gyms whatever he can he can do that in the business world but uh, the fight game I think he should I think he should be done. Okay. Uh, cool. Gotcha. Yeah. What's uh what's next? We got Leon Edwards
0: versus Nate Diaz.
2: Yeah. Um. I I was disappointed in Leon. Disappointed <laughs> in Leon. He knew what Nate was doing. He 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 had it. Talked it over with the team, had it in his mind. Okay, don't let him get in my head. Stay calm, stay relaxed. Uh, brother, you're still in a fight. And he forgot the fight part of fighting. So he, he pulled it back, and it was, it was this sparring match. And uh, Chris, you had, had mentioned, why didn't he go after the leg? Why didn't he go after the, You know, When you're fighting, you're, you are looking for ways to hurt the other person. Right, hurt and or damage, but uh, he had talked himself down to not fall for the the mind games and and all the Diaz shenanigans uh, that he actually talked himself too low for a fight, and it, it was almost just sparring. Um, Leon could have finished; he could have he could have. Strung combos together, leg, body, head, head, body, leg. Um, he could have finished that fight, and it because he stepped it back and cooled it down. Uh, Nate was, uh, Nate was able to come back and, and rock him. Um, that should not have happened. That, that fight should have been over, uh, before Nate even had the chance to rally. Agreed. Well, 100%. Agree. Now.
0: Just it a is standpoint. You're yelling at the screen. You're like, finish them, and
2: yeah, and when Nate, you're, you're a when Nate,
0: when Nate go, yeah,
2: come yeah. Come yeah. Come and and when Nate did rock Leon, like I, I stood up. My, it was a, ooh, ooh, you know, I was ooh, <laughs> ooh, hey, I was excited to see it. Um, and how amazing is it that no matter what either Diaz brother does, they get more fans. Yeah. It's like uh, you, you get split open, and you lose more fans. <laughs> you, you win more fans. You you drop your joint and set something on fire. More fans. Yeah, <laughs> <and they're> just...
1: <laughs>
0: I remember amazing. there was there was a time when at least Nate, whenever you know they I, are notorious for not liking press conferences, crowd interaction. They just want to fight. They don't give a shit about you know. I don't want to say the fame, but the money. The money part of it matters, but like. I don't know if they're just introverts or assholes as far as media goes. But seeing Nate in his past two or three fights acknowledge the adoration of the fans and seemingly be grateful and talking to them directly, not getting on the mic and being like, fuck you guys, I'm out. Like, you know, they've done before. I really do like that new persona or evolution of the personality where they're actually interacting. I watched the press conferences, the the pre, the post. And you see him really appreciate the fans and making jokes and shit, stuff that they did not do when they first showed up on the scene. So that version of the Diaz brothers, I'm really into. So I hope we're still kind of not at the end of either one of their careers just to see where those personalities can jettison. I mean, they keep getting new fans, even yeah. though they've been around forever. It's like they're already yeah, loved. Now there's just a yeah. stratosphere of love coming their way.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, they, they are icons within the sports, and, and they yeah. – they, they occupy a unique niche that only that only they have. Um, yeah, it's 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 amazing to see, and that that new attitude, I, I think, uh, has a lot to do with money. That they realize, oh, oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly where you're going with it. Absolutely, I'm like, shit,
1: I'm losing money because of my attitude. These people pay, pay my bills, so I should probably. Yeah, they paid my bills, of course. I mean, yes, I absolutely – and come on. I don't think – not even Covington can even reach at the Diaz level of, right. like, how oh, no. they are. No, I no, don't no. yeah. close. You, you couldn't hate Kobe Covington as much as people love the Diaz brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's just like, just, just like the presence itself is how they've been throughout the years. It's, it's that presence, that that, that warrior – like, that, that fire in them, like a warrior fighting style is what will get us fans intrigued and, and be behind them. Like, shit, I, this is – just the way how they just not yeah, give up
0: never give up. I don't give a fuck. Nate was sparking up before and after, you know, yeah. asking for a light from I think like one of the, the press release people, just like seriously definition of DGAF, which uh, yeah. um, I love. It's fantastic. That's, yeah. And we are on to our first title fight of the night the god of war versus the baby assassin. I'd love uh, to hear your thoughts on I, ju-
2: I do just want to say one more thing about the Diaz brothers oh, yeah, uh, of course. there's there is an authenticity with what they do um, that that I think that that's what uh fans are really connecting to and relating to is that they it, it's not an act they genuinely do not give a fuck yeah,
1: right. yeah.
2: <laughs> so yeah I think that's cool um, and then you know juxtaposed like Nate and Nick, they talk shit. They actually say mean, mean things. Uh, and then they have fans and, and people love them. But then you look at Izzy and for whatever reason, when he says, I'm, I'm this great and da 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 not everyone loves him. Actually, a lot of people dislike him and find him really abrasive and uh, unlikable. So really. it's, it's an interesting... I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's like young fighters need to study the, the successful cause it's not just about fighting, right? Yeah. You got to win. Yeah. You have to be entertaining. Yeah. You need to be exciting, but there's so much more about who you are, how you present yourself. Um, marketing media, press, there's so much more to this. And young fighters really need to pay attention and, and, take notes i agree 100 percent. now with uh with uh figueredo and moreno let me just say i was so happy to be wrong with my pick uh yeah i i same. thought i thought figgy was going to come out uh and just take moreno apart uh moreno does a lot of technically wrong really strange really <laughs> weird stuff um what I did see, and this is this is going to sound, this is going to sound trite or or weird or uh, insignificant, but it's so so important. Moreno's straight punches were incredibly straight, and mm. that sounds weird.
0: <laughs> the, old, um, it was the, uh, the old Mike Goldberg, his accuracy is very accurate. Exactly. Exactly. Right.
2: <laughs> Um, so the shortest distance between two points is a straight line and we have straight punches that go from point A to point B right back to point A. And, you know, speaking from decades of experience to actually have a truly straight, straight punch is rare, is uncommon. Uh, there's a certain amount of curve or hitch or, Yaw uh, in many of jabs and crosses. And uh, Moreno's were really straight, really fast, no telegraph and long. He turned and reached. So he had that extra couple inches on, on his straight punches. And uh, that's what I saw making, making the difference. And Figgy had no answer for it. And uh, Figgy in his typical brazilian brawler style uh swings wide swings hard makes big movements and and moreno was able to just cut inside and pop pop um and then you know also outworked him on the ground the ground game was was amazing to me to watch because it it, in their last fight they were a lot more closely matched and in this fight moreno just tore him apart yeah, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree with that because, yeah, because the front, like the first fight was, was a close fight. It was a close matchup. I feel that Moreno, what he, he really went back to the, you know, to the drawing board and figured this out. Definitely, Of uh, you know, Figueredo. He, had, he figured him out. Then like again,
3: had, was it the first time last minute too? Was it a last minute matchup? I believe yeah. it was. was yeah. last,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, because, I mean, Figueredo came off of that quick turnaround. So it's any challenge, was definitely to fight any challenger would have also had the equally quick of turnaround oh yeah um, and big was you know talking all that shit which he's allowed to do here's me with a full cam i thought it was dangerous on 12 days watch me with six weeks or two months or yeah whatever. yeah but also i mean look at the evolution of you're giving the opponent equally amount of time also and the one person who made i think the biggest adjustment the like coach said was getting those those accurate jabs in getting to the, literally to the punch quicker. And from what I could see, it looked like Fig just could not get off. Like he looked like a deer in headlights for most of the first two rounds. I was just like, yeah. he literally doesn't know what to do. And while he's thinking about his next move, Marino was on to two or three moves ahead of that.
2: Yeah, yeah. It it uh, it reminded me a little bit of the last Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, <clears throat> you know okay moreno doesn't quite have the the size and and uh, the power <laughs> like five, of fury yeah. right <laughs> but uh Deontay wilder needs space and room to yeah. to initiate that power and and figgy very similar and uh moreno was able to crowd him cut him off intercept and and run him over yeah, so, yeah.
1: definitely i mean for me it's like it's funny how like th- that division itself was not meant to be in the beginning when it was first introduced because I think uh, Dana was not really what was going to have that division but until he decided to keep it, then bringing back Moreno and then bringing back you know bringing a lot of people to that division. He was it became, thinking about letting it go. Yeah, while while DJ had the fucking belt at some point. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. didn't
0: exist before WEC. It existed. And then he's thinking about closing it down just when DJ's contract expired or just pulling the title from him completely. Yeah. Which is beyond, I mean, the president can do whatever he wants. A lot of smart decisions. I don't think that would have been one of them. And this is proof that we no. have a super fucking star, international star in Mexico's own Brandon Moreno, who just today, I think, is doing his uh, winner's parade walk. I think he just landed. I got an ESPN alert. Oh, no way. Really? Yeah. And he's you know, yeah. going to obviously parade him through. Um, I think he's from TJ. So hopefully right up and down above Luciano Boulevard.
1: Awesome. Oh,
2: yeah. Well-deserved. And, and and for this weight class, uh, having a Mexican-born champion uh, will build a fan base, and this weight class will finally uh, make some money and uh, get some respect. I agree. So, Definitely. Yeah. I mean, not only is that, but the feel division feel itself.
0: itself. If you don't respect that division, and this can be said about any division in almost any professional fighting. I mean, I hate to throw this term around, but you're a fucking filthy casual. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's the only time all, That's the only time people to talk shit on a division just because, I mean, you, how can you say it's not exciting? It's the fastest fighters in the world. They finish. Yeah. I would love to see the finishing rate of just UFC uh, in that division alone. It's got to be up in a higher percentage than the decisions. It's exciting. There's personalities. Um I, I mean, there are definitely less exciting divisions currently right now than that one that no one is criticizing just because they're glamour divisions <clears throat> 205. Um, so, yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we okay.
0: got our main event. Uh, this the is main
2: record. event. Um, so, I had mentioned that I was disappointed in Muhammad and that I was disappointed in Leon. I am downright angry with uh with marvin um this was his fight to lose and he lost it he fucked up and he fucked up in many many ways over and over again he was actually arguing with his fucking corner yeah. like uh yeah it, that I, I had a fighter do that to me once and uh needless to say he wasn't my fighter after that <laughs> um yeah no that you're fired <clears throat> immediately and and uh, I I don't know I don't know what's wrong with with Marvin's brain. What's, uh, what's wrong? You know, and arguing. No no no. I won that round and not listening. They had the game plan and the game plan was exactly what what Jan did uh, and what I had said. Yeah. Um. <laughs> excuse me. So in round one, Marvin had caught the leg, taken Israel down, and just kind of hung out in the guard. Uh, and that was your chance. That should have been the end of the fight. You should have totally dominated that position, ground and pound, pass guard, ground and pound some more. Keep, keep climbing the ladder. Keep improving your position. Um, everyone wants to talk about how... Israel's ground game has improved and how, how great his takedown defense is. I 100% disagree. Uh, Marvin's wrestling was terrible. Uh, there, there is actually this thing called technique mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and he wasn't he was not utilizing proper proper technique. Uh, you don't just push him against the cage. Wrap your legs, hands around his butt, and sit there. There's, there's actually techniques: double leg, single leg, and and there's, it's slightly different with the cage. Uh, y- you bump and dump, but man, and uh, head position is is crucial for wrestling in MMA. And Marvin never had his head in in the right spot, you know. So. Um yeah, angry. I'm I'm angry because uh you know I, I've met Marvin several times. Uh he's trained with us at, at Black House. Um, he did not train with us for this fight, uh, but still he, he should have won that fight. And uh Izzy, I was always when Izzy came in, I was like, Oh, this guy's got a lot of hype. I'm gonna reserve judgment, and then I went and watched some of his kickboxing stuff uh okay i'm hard to impress when it comes to striking that's my job Mm -hmm. um (laughs) what what izzy does really well uh is he faints and fakes and misdirects and redirects he does that extremely well uh what he does not do very well is actually fight um and Jan, Jan pointed Jan made it's like if you actually get Izzy into a brawl and you don't respect his fakes and you don't buy his misdirection and and you just go in with a fuck you attitude, he that's actually what, yeah. that's that's actually what I think fighting is. By the way, there you go. <laughs> here's, ready? Here's here's fighting. No fuck you.
1: Yes, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Very, very true. <laughs> That's fighting. Um, so, who's going to fight Izzy? Who's left? Who? <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex Pereira. Coming Ooh. over from LFA. Who's already oh. beaten Izzy twice in kickboxing. And he got the, he, killed, he
0: killed, the, killed the shit out of him like a left hook, right?
2: Yeah, he knocked yeah. him the fuck out.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
2: Um, so, Alex has been training with Glover Teixeira. Mm. And uh, yeah, so that I believe, well, actually, (laughs) I have insider information that is on the way. So yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, Uh, wow. I'll be awesome. That is a Circle of Debate exclusive right there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow.
2: So uh, Glover's manager is Alex's manager. And is also manages
0: Glover's lot. not at um, the Snake Pit anymore, the Pit anymore, right? He's he's out of the Hackman business, or is he still up there? Uh,
2: Glover's in um, Connecticut. Glover Connecticut. has his own yeah, you know, oh, okay. his own gym, and there's That's you know, right. um, Glover was at Black House for a while, but uh, <clears> we <throat> we brought him into the states. <laughs> <laughs> like twelve years of visa issues or some shit, yeah. Uh, oh, it's crazy it was crazy but finally he we was got a legend there. he was a legend
0: that you only heard about you know exactly Camp would talk about this demon from brazil that's tearing through everybody yeah Um. Yeah. i think he was down in like jungle fights and everything for like 10 years and every time he tried to come up north just some weird visa issues and this went on for a decade and he just became the boogeyman that when he finally arrived <laughs> from the UFC, people were worried about his age like he's already in his mid-30s i think he debuted at like 33 or some shit like that and you know lived up to a lot of the expectation but Would I'd love to have seen him show up a little bit earlier also and see what we would have done to that division? Yeah. During the, you know, the UFC 50 to 60, I think is when he was starting to get his momentum down south, which would have been fantastic to see him against.
2: It's crazy that Glover's still relevant, still relevant and And winning. winning. Yeah. 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 He has a
0: shot the title, right? Does he definitely have, he definitely has, I think he's, I think he's
2: John
1: next. Yeah. Is oh, he? Oh, wow. Really? Okay.
0: I know that's a rumor. I, I, I know they said, either Dana White likes to say, yeah, maybe. That's his favorite thing to say. So you're just yeah.
1: like, oh, that's usually a yes. So that will be interesting. <laughs> why not? You know, I, I think. He deserves it. He deserves it, it. Deserves he it. Too, I believe. Yeah. I mean, well, well deserved, especially. Coach, let me ask you this. You think yeah. that Vittori was, oh, he overwhelmed himself, you know, not, not following the game plan and just more like he was just overwhelming himself, just like the heat. With Izzy, and it's like, no, I, I know I can beat him. Like he's went like over egotistic of himself. You think that that's where he kind of fucked it up for himself, not following the game plan.
2: Oh, man, like, did
1: he have a vision of how he wanted to win,
0: and just wouldn't stray from that no matter what the coaches told him? Is that a, is that a thing? I mean, he have gone through?
2: the the broadcast crew was literally calling him delusional on the on air, <laughs> like. <laughs> they used that word and then they were like oh we probably shouldn't have said that but yeah. <laughs> oh i did yeah you did <laughs> um, man once a fighter starts arguing with their corner that's a good sign there's what's going through their head who the fuck knows that's you that's so you're so far gone at that point um but the game plan was there he was you know, he should have been operating at a level seven, eight, nine, ten, and mm-hmm. he never got out of six. And then his corner said, Hey, turn it up, turn it up. You're running out of six. Fuck you, I'm running out of ten. No, dude, no, you're not. Yeah. Um so what what was actually you know, misfiring or, or what was actually going on between his ears, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's I've just I'm very sad and disappointed. Um, Like I said, that was his fight to lose and he lost it. Uh, Once he was on the ground in round one, he could have, (laughs) they had a plan for that. Um, Then there were times, man, how many times did he get? Is he down? And he, you know, his, Rafael Cordero, his coach, his head coach is, is in between rounds, telling you exactly what to do, and you got to pick it up, you got to pick it up. And and uh, he wasn't he he was arguing with his coach. So, man. Yeah. Oh my god! But I mean, what a card,
1: though, right? What an incredible card. So, which way you guys could say, like, it was like your fight of the night? Like, okay, this is my fight of the night. I enjoyed it. Uh, which one can you choose out of all of them? That was like your number one. <laughs> is, okay.
0: If we all don't have the same, if we all don't have the same pick and I'm going to try to include coach on this one. If, if, I, if my answer is different than coaches, but how can you not give it to Brad Dale and Drew Dover? That that's in my opinion, that's fight. Like if someone fight of the night from the entire card, that fight was the best of the entire card.
2: Oh, I, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. That's yeah, the other we, thing. Like there's a whole only, early yep. prelims and prelims and undercard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Man. But in my I, opinion, that Brad Riddell fight, holy shit, man. What he went through him is evolved, you know, losing, you know, that team member. But then still having to fight within a week or two of that incident. Yeah. And pulling out. I mean, Riddell had just the game plan for a guy who has a head harder than a, than than a fucking juggernaut and X-Men. I don't understand how you cannot knock out. Um, Drew Dover, that dude was taking shots, his head was on a swivel the entire
2: fight, and he just kept coming forward. Yeah, I mean, and those guys are 155 pounds. Like, <laughs> wait, what? You know, who, who was saying somebody was saying that, that they have a head like a fire hydrant? Yeah, you know? that, was, but, that was Rogan on Drew Dover for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if I mean, those guys look like bodybuilders they're just like got your junk chunk and you're telling me that's 155 pounds five foot eight and all right i mean very stout <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it was a great mm-hmm. fight um man i i wish i could remember the the all the cards because there were so many there were so many great fights um so if if we're just talking about the the main event, I think you have to go with Moreno. Yeah. Um, but I I I actually really enjoyed <clears throat> Craig snapping Hill's arm. Mm. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick like that.
0: <laughs> hey. And he, and he had him in um, he had him in what I call like the, the Pete Williams, which is that front. It started with that front forearm arm bar that Frank Mir got Pete Williams with back in the 90s, I like am like, Pete Williams. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it, it, like yeah. weird outside from. Guard. He had him in that. That was a setup. And then he obviously transitioned to 17 more subs thought, from
2: there. I, th- I thought Pete Williams was known for the first head kick knockout.
0: But he, he was wasn't because that was Gerard Godot versus Kaylee Tooley in UFC One. I don't know why the fuck Pete Williams is in the Hall of Fame. That was not the first head kick KO by a landslide.
2: Uh, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. The first that head is, kick KO was the very farthest UFC fight in uh, yep. UFC. So. Yeah, I don't know why. Because maybe
2: they, maybe they weren't considering it a, a true head kick because the dude was <laughs> the rules and his. It was a wrestler
0: versus a Dutch kickboxer, and he knocked right. him out and put him on his. Yeah, hat.
2: but he was he was on all fours when he got kicked, and he I, wasn't standing.
0: I, and there was no finishes back then, too. That was back when UFC. The only rules that Bob Meyerowitz had were uh, tap, snap, or die. There was no rest stoppages in the first UFC, so right, they
2: right. Until Taylor yeah. too,
0: they went out. They were like, "Do we keep going? What do we do here?"
2: <laughs> I, throw,
0: I think they had to throw in the towel.
2: Yeah. Damn,
3: yeah.
0: Fuck, wasteland. First, goddamn. I can still hear Bill Wallace in my head. Pain hurts, ladies and gentlemen, or Jim Brown. Yeah. Jim Brown. Pain hurts, ladies and gentlemen. Like,
1: yeah. Thanks, bro. Real obvious. <laughs> I I, I, I got to see that Dober and Riddle. I didn't see that fight, so I had to go back and see it. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's fucking holy shit. Yeah. It's, it's it's good. It's wild. It doesn't start wild, but it gets wild. Yeah. Okay. It's no, difficult. it's it's
2: definitely a much watch. Must watch. <clears throat> Yeah,
1: I have, yeah. I have to go back and see it. Alex, what do you say? What, what, what's your fight of the night?
3: Uh, I'll have to go with Morono, Ray Moreno. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah,
1: okay. especially when you
3: look at like the story and the background to it, <laughs> yeah. you know, what he's gone through. Yeah, you know,
1: yeah, uh, he, had her- honest, he
0: had no fear in that fight, too, which I loved. He, he didn't come out scared yeah. at all he came, yeah. he came yeah. out yeah. ready he came out hungry, hungry. very
1: very hungry for it
0: that's like yeah. the most confidence in a challenger i've seen um i'd say since like sarah st pierre as far as you know underdog with uh i don't want to say misplaced confidence but misplaced by other people outside mm. of the camp you know what i'm saying yeah
2: yeah but they they wanted to fight they mm. wanted to fight each other yeah right yeah. And, gr- and great things happen when when both fighters really want to fight
3: yeah Man, he looked. He looked good, especially when he came out, like Sue's entrance. I was like, man, I want. I don't want to fight that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't, don't want to fight. fight Lauren Murphy. I don't want to fight Rose. I don't want to
2: fight anybody. <laughs> uh, with with Lauren Murphy and uh, Jojo, yeah. I, I thought there was I, on the earlier uh, on the prelims and the undercard. I thought there was actually a lot of. I, I always think I I hate judges. I mean, okay. I, I I'm friends with some judges. Uh but judges are so incompetent, inconsistent, uh, it's, it's really frustrating. But my perspective is, if you're not finishing your fight, fuck you anyway. So you deserve that coin toss. If, if you're not knocking them out or submitting them or making the ref pull you off or the doctor intervene, man, that's what you're here to do. That's your job. And if you're kind of half-assing it and hope oh, you, you win the rounds and and <laughs> hope for the decision, well, you you deserve to have shitty judges. So, you know, that's that's kind of how I feel. But with uh, with JoJo, I don't know. I felt I felt like JoJo did more, um, and and was much more effective in the striking. But uh, I don't even know how I started talking about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's, no, that's actually good. Because I my, life,
0: I up my fear of fighting anybody in the UFC from anybody, any division, any gender, like, getting, like yeah, but
1: I, I think that fight overall, I think already kind of like got the number one contender versus Chuckle now, pretty much, right? The winner of that was supposed to fight very much. Winner. Any fight yeah, a yeah. yeah. contender's fight. Yeah, but she's, I mean, uh, yeah, Murphy won, so now we're going to see her to, to Chuckle now. So,
2: yeah, that's another
1: division that is like, that's that. Bad
2: uh, man, what kind of problems do we have, right? With Amanda Nunez, uh, Shevchenko, Bullet, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they are so far above the rest of the species that it's like, okay, uh, here, try this one. Here, try this one. Here, <laughs> try this one, right? Um, at least the strawweights are still still interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. But I, I think Rose is going to stay there. I don't think anyone's touching Rose for quite some time.
0: Yeah, I feel that way too, especially after, uh, I don't want to say she corrected any wrongs in the Andrade fight because in the first time they thought, that game plan was working until it wasn't. And obviously, she thought too much confidence in that Kimura, didn't let it go. The game plan, I think, picked up where it left off, minus that Kimura position, and she just pieced her up with distance range, you know that Trevor Whitman school of, I'll fuck you up with my jab and footwork just a straight mastermind performance in that one. And in the Weili Zhang fight, I don't think I've ever screamed louder ever in my life for an MMA fight.
1: Um, it was- You, you lost was your voice that day. Yeah. You lost your
0: voice. It was the that. fastest kick I'd ever seen ever in my life. I, I, and she was out so fast, I didn't realize what happened. I was like, just because I love Rose so much, man. And I just did not, it, it, faster than the blink of an eye, I couldn't even process that she just cold-starched this chick. And, had her belt back. I, I am know. the best. All is right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let the tears flow, man. Me and Rose cried together, you know, when she went fight secure. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a long second place for at least, like you said, Shevchenko and Nunez. And Nunez in both divisions. They're technically not even a 45 division anymore. I mean, I think Felicia Spencer is all that's left. And he hasn't really fought for a while. Uh, so I I know that um uh Pena is technically next at thirty-five, nah. which I mean that's still a distance. <laughs> <state, right? laughs> um, you know, so and then for for Valentina Shevchenko, I mean, Lauren is probably gonna get it. And uh, honestly, the only fight that interests me would be I love Tatiana Suarez. I'd love to see that fight just to see how just to see it. Um, but yeah, it's like you said, it's queens amongst. Yeah. Not queens, I guess, princesses. <laughs> right there, there you go. <laughs> so, cool. so I'm gonna close it out right now. I have had that's my belt right there. This is your belt, bro. Actually, I got I, yeah. I need to get the belt. actual UFC one, but I ain't got 3k to spend on uh, whoever's <laughs> making that shit. I don't know if it's still still Cal Choppers. Um, but an absolute honor to have Coach Rage Ing back again. You can find him on Instagram, it is the, um, the Rage Ing, so Rage NG. There's no I in there. Um, He has a YouTube channel as well with the same name. Lots of great content. Um, Talk about real quick what they can find on your YouTube channel. Are there um, uh, clinics, things like lessons, techniques kind of going on?
2: Yeah, so my my YouTube channel is uh, really aimed at the higher spectrum of of the sport. So I debunk a lot of mythology. Uh, I talk about uh, A lot of sports science, uh, exercise science, specific to MMA. Um, Yeah, a lot of a lot of great content, Um, especially if you are a fighter or a coach. Awesome.
0: We will drop those links to all of our social
2: medias down below. Feel free
0: to like, smash, subscribe, hit the notification bell for updates. I've been Chris Kennedy from the Circle of Debate for Ivan and alex from the championship on the line podcast again i appreciate your time coach and we will see you guys for the next ufc pay-per-view thank you Mm